The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Monday morning. Thanks again for joining us and giving me the chance to be part of your day. Uh, We are still in the book of Ephesians. We are finishing up the aspect of spiritual warfare, the armor that we put on, and then we'll move into the last final verses um, to conclude the chapter, and then we'll decide, we'll let you know as we get closer what it is we're going to move next to. So in Ephesians chapter 6, and it says in verse number 17, we're going to do two different things there, so we're going to start with just the first one in chapter, in verse 17. He says this in verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. He talks about we've got this helmet and we're, we're going to break down really the re- reason why it's a helmet, but let me explain something real quick. Immediately when you look at this, one of the first thoughts you can have is that, well, I, I already am saved. I don't have to worry too much about it. I don't have to, you know, this one doesn't apply to me. I've been saved, no big deal, and move on. I, I want us to consider some things here. First of all, the entire letter of Ephesians is written to a church, written to Christians. Um, I don't think God is going to the end of this long list of things that Christians, the armor that Christians are to put on for the spiritual warfare. I don't think at the end of it, he's going to throw something out that is just kind of pinned. Oh, by the way, make sure you're saved. I just, that doesn't fit the context. So everything being stated here about the spiritual warfare is to Christians. And so then why would he, he talks about preparation of gospel of peace and the shield of faith and the fiery darts of the wicked. Then he gets in the helmet of salvation. Why? Well, a couple of things we have to understand. One, it's a helmet. We'll explain that in a second. But can I, can I talk a little bit about the idea of, of the why? The purpose of the helmet is to protect your mind. Salvation is so much more than the day I got saved. Some call it the gospel, how it grows. It, it goes so much further than just Hey, the day I got saved, I'm going to heaven and it's all done. It doesn't end there. We see the, so the purpose of the helmet is to protect your mind. Salvation comes to help protect your mind from all kinds of different things. It's not just a ticket to heaven. There's so much more behind it. The power of the helmet, obviously, is salvation. The original purpose was, in the armor, it was to protect your head, protect your mind, to protect any damage that would go to your head. And in our situation today, it's salvation. So much more. Give me a couple quick things about the aspect of salvation. Uh, when we see salvation, it really ultimately contains three things. The first thing it contains is justification. That takes place at the moment of salvation. I am justified. I am no longer guilt. I'm no longer responsible for the concept or the punishment for my sin that was given to Christ on the cross. When I get saved, I'm justified. I am freed from that punishment. Then there's sanctification daily. So I, I, am, I, am, I am saved and justified in the eyes of God. Sanctification, I grow daily through sanctification, becoming more and more like Jesus Christ on a daily basis, which takes place until the day I see Jesus, which comes in number three, glorification. One day, God will take me home and I will be gl- my glorified body. I will be like him. The sinful problems of my life, limitations, all that be gone because I'll be like Christ in heaven in my glorified body. None of these things I can earn my own. I can't be justified by my, my own works. It must be through Christ's grace. I cannot grow on my own by just fitting mold or just kind of trying to be Christian. It doesn't work. I must let God do the work to mold me into his image. And of course, glorification is his final work in my life. But one of the basic truths concerning the mind, when we go back to the idea of salvation, the helmet initially was to protect the head, protect the mind, a vital part of the body. We, can we talk a little bit about the salvation, taking on the helmet of salvation? The premise is to protect the mind. Why? Well, simply this, we are what we think. 
We are what we think. Luke 6.45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringing forth that which is good. An evil man out of the tre- evil treasure of his heart bringing forth that which is evil. For to the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Proverbs 4.23, keep thy heart without diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Who we are and what we do is based upon what we believe. One man said the deciding factor in victory or defeat is the mind. If the mind is the experiential expression of the brain and operates in the false grid of reality and truth, then the body will function the same way. Here's the point. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. If I think I can't do it, or I have failed, or I'm not going to, I'm going to believe it. If I think that God doesn't love me, I believe it. If I think God's a vindictive God, I'll believe it. If I think that the world's got it better, you see how this is going? If I have a wrong view of God, if I have a wrong view of the Bible, if I have a wrong view of me and sin, then I will believe it. My thinking compels me. That's why in Corinthians we're told to bring every thought to obedience of Christ in captivity. We're told in Philippians to think on these things. Where we go, what our thinking is, develops who we are. If we think we can ever grow in Christ, we won't. If we think church is pointless, we won't go to it. If we think reading the Bible is just a religious thing, we won't do it. You see where I'm going with this. We can go on for a lot of different things. So simply this, a couple thoughts as we come to the end of this. One, our mind establishes, our mind establishes one, who we are. Satan will convince us of how bad we are, reminding us of all the things that we know are struggling in our lives. He watches us. Peter told us that he's like a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He watches us, waiting for the weakness that he can use to destroy us. So he's watching us, and in doing that, he's looking for something. He's discovering who we are. And if we believe the lies of Satan, that we're a bad person, we can't do anything, well, then we're going to say, what's the point? Um... Warren Wearsby uh, gave this idea in 2 Corinthians 11.3, but I am afraid that as serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your mind will be led astray with the simplicity of the, uh, of the devotion of Christ. Why would Satan want to attack your mind? Because your mind is the most important image of God, where God communicates with you and reveals his will. He wants to get in your mind, establishes who you are. This is our communication. This is the establishment of who we will become. So we need to make sure. Now, how does salvation protect it? The acknowledgement of truth, the Word of God. The acknowledgement of the grace of God, that He loves me in spite of my, my weaknesses and my shortcomings and my failures. The fact that He's got a plan for me in that salvation through sanctification is a long-term God, His will, His plan for me. If I don't believe those things, then I'm going to struggle. The Gospel states in His identity, this is who I am, this is who He wants wants me to be through salvation, and he's got a plan and a process to make that happen. If I believe that, then I can flourish in these things. If I don't, well, then I'm going to think he has forgotten about me. But my mind almost establishes where I go. My direction will be established by what we believe is true, my belief system. See, how many people run from God in church based on what they believe to be true when it's not always true? Our beliefs establish our direction. Where we go will be established based upon that. How many people have left church? Because somebody told them a lie, or there's hypocrites there, things of that nature. How many people have stayed from God? Well, I, I think he was supposed to do this, and he didn't. And Satan wants you to believe all the lies of religion, 
that God really doesn't love you, that he's holding out on you. This is the lie since Genesis. This is the lie since the garden. It's a lie today. These are the lies that Satan has out there, and he, he wants to get you. Salvation changes that because salvation helps me to see God as he is, a loving father. Jesus, full of grace and truth. Holy Spirit, constantly not convict, not guilting me, but convicting me, drawing me to be better, trying to help me to become all that I can be. None of this is beating me up or making me feel miserable for not being perfect. It's drawing me more to him, but it's my mindset. And if I don't have the right mindset, I'm telling you, it will pull me down. It'll pull me away. It'll drag me down to a place where I will never be able to accomplish because I will, be, I will, I will react based upon what I believe. And if I believe the lies of Satan about myself, about God, about my family, about church, I'll never grow in it. And that's what Satan wants. So I encourage you uh, in that helmet of salvation, don't let salvation just be, well, I got saved, I'm going to heaven. Salvation is the beginning of a lifelong process of God in your life. Recognize that, grow in that, and allow that to secure your mind and strengthen you in your walk with Christ. Well, thanks for joining us on this Monday morning and giving me the chance to continue as we study through the book of Ephesians. Hopefully encourage you and teach you. I hope it's a help. Hope we consider these thoughts and continue to grow in Christ and let the Word of God be that source of truth that gives us grace and strength in the good and bad time. Thanks for joining us again today. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow.